Hi guys, welcome to On The DL with Dak and Lamb. We're here to show you the practical approach to health and fitness. Hey guys, uh, welcome to another episode uh, with me and Lamb. Uh, today we wanted to cover um, a quite popular topic um, or more so one that you do see more often nowadays, uh, why coaches are screening. Um, and what that means for, you know, the players at home uh, is pretty much, you know, when you uh, apply for a coach um, nowadays, you'll either get, you know, a consultation before they'll take you on or they'll give you a questionnaire like a Google form or something. Um, this is something that I do um, as well, uh, as well as the consultation as well, because um, obviously, you know, you can't tell someone from a form. Um, I feel like you have to really get that relationship from a conversation. But uh, today we wanted to just cover, you know, the pros and cons and also yeah. explain why coaches are doing it. Yeah, exactly um, right. Do you do it, Len? I don't, but I like I've, I clarify with a lot of people, I'm not a coach. So I, I get called a coach by a lot of people and I'm fine with people terming me as that. But I'm a registered nutritionist. So the way I work is very different. I don't have a weekly session with my clients. I see them every four to eight weeks, usually depending on how we go about it. And because mm -hmm. I'm providing clinical services, anyone who, you know, anyone can see me. I don't have any, uh, I don't need to know whether or not you'll work well with me. I'm here to provide a service that's uh, health related and mm -hmm. that's all that matters. Yeah. You don't have a need for one. No, it's just not part of the service that we provide, you know, so mm. dietitians, uh, registered nutritionists, physiotherapists, da, 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 they don't usually bother to check beforehand. They just apply mm. the service. If the person doesn't like the service they're receiving, they have every option to leave. That's fine because yeah. you're not going to work well with everybody. Um, but yeah. we don't tend to screen the way that coaches do. And it's mm. nothing against what coaches do. It's just sort of the way those modalities work. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a completely different service, I think. Um, That's exactly. Which is fine, you know. Everyone's yeah. approach is different. And there are coaches who don't do uh, questionnaires and stuff. Um, I find... Uh, I generally actually do a questionnaire uh, before and yep. after the consultation. Um, so obviously through the consultation, it's a little bit more personable. You can kind of see how you all, who they are first off. Um, but also I find the questionnaire afterwards just kind of goes through what you've already spoken out, uh, hopefully at a deeper level, just more so when you get asked a question, I feel like you answer it, but maybe you're a little bit nervous. Whereas later, you kind of, yeah, hundred percent, hundred. You fucking forget your name. Yeah. Um, I feel like I feel like later when you're like, you know, on the screen, you can go, okay, cool. I'm gonna fucking tell you my life story now. Yeah. Um, so I see, I see the value in it. Um, yeah. But I also see uh, how it can be a negative as well. I guess the positives of it is that you can kind of see, okay, I'm preparing myself to have a conversation with this person about yeah. this. Um, if it's a topic that you're not really confident on, you can do further research or you can actually be honest and say, listen, I just don't, it's out of my scope of practice and I won't be able to take you on as a client. I don't want to waste your time. That's it. It, it allows both parties <laughs> to see whether or not it's the right fit. And I think that is really important with coaching, particularly because it's such a it's someone who's going to be a very consistent part of your life. You're going to be talking to them every week, usually with a coach. 
and yeah. therefore you need to have that good flow, that good to and fro. It's a little bit different. It's very one-on-one rather than with me, it's much more education-based. I'm trying to teach you things that you can take away and apply yourself rather mm. than be there to assist you with it every step of the way. You know, yeah. you, can, you can go either way and different people need different things. So, of mm. course, you want to be able to pick a coach that's going to suit what you need and vice versa. You need to be suitable to that coach. So, you know, if that coach only does if it fits your macros, and you're terrible at tracking or you don't want to track, you don't want to waste one another's time, you know? No. No. (laughs) And same vice versa. If that person only wants to do structured meal plans and that terrifies you or it brings you to a state where you're Mm. thinking, oh, this is too restrictive, it's going to bring back bad memories or or poor um, food relationships that I've had in the past, then, again, that's an approach that's right for you. And it gives that sort of opportunity for both people to say, yeah, I think this is going to be a good match or no, I don't think this is going to be a really good match. There's someone better out there to work with. You. Yeah. 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 And like, and in saying that, you know, it doesn't necessarily make you a bad coach. Like, you know, when, when I first started, when anytime I'd had someone leave, I would be like, oh my God, what did I do wrong? What can I change for the next person? Like I'm a horrible person. Why did they like me? <laughs> But like <laughs> insecure much. Um, but like I guess uh, you know, the more time you spend in the industry, um, people leave for a whole bunch of different reasons. People can leave because they don't gel with you and your personality. Um, yep. people can leave because they need a different service. Um, and some people leave for you know, just because maybe they can't afford it, or maybe that's just time to move on. That's um, right. That's also, think- you know. <laughs> Sometimes someone will come and see you. They'll learn everything they can off of you. Yeah. And then they'll move on to someone who knows more about something else. And that's 100% yeah. fine as well. The other interesting thing about what you said, though, Dak, is when people do leave and you have that thought of, oh, crap, why did they leave? What did I do wrong? Da, 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 da. It has a both a positive and a negative component. The negative component is what you said before. It's that self-doubt and all of that. But the positive component is it does usually make you want to do more. So it does usually make you upskill and go out and learn new things, which is a fantastic side effect of actually caring about what you do. <laughs> yeah. And I think, yeah, well, uh, I think, it, like you said, it's a valuable point of being a coach. And I think that, you know, once again, it ties back into the um the screening stuff like I think um you know in this industry it's really hard for a lot of people to uh admit that they don't know something yeah Um, because it is such an industry that is heavily saturated uh the competition is quite high and I feel like that already makes a lot of people very insecure like oh my god I need more clients Uh, I'll just take anyone I can get Um, But you're always better off, obviously, understanding what you do and don't know. Um, I mean, I always love taking difficult clients because it allows me to learn about whatever they're going through and it forces me to actually upskill. Um, But not everybody has that same approach. Um, Yeah. And also there's always a point where you shouldn't as well. You know, there's always a point where you shouldn't. There's a point where I I refer on as well, you know, like, Every practitioner has their limitations and that's not because you're not good at what you do. It's that you've built a certain set of skills 
and you need to work within those to be really useful to people. It's when we try and work outside of our skill set that we can cause a lot of damage. And you're right, I think the insecurity that a lot of people have makes them jump out of their skill (laughs) set maybe when they're not quite prepared to do so, maybe when they haven't done enough research or haven't learned enough about it. So they might know what to do, but not why they're doing it, which can lead down really negative pathways sometimes. So you just always want to practice within your scope. It's very simple, really. (laughs) Yeah, easy stuff. And I think having that questionnaire is good from that side of things. Obviously, you can see if they have any, you know, any hormonal issues that you don't understand or if they have any, you know, previous injuries that maybe you've never dealt with, at least you can either uh, refer them on or get somebody else involved that wants to work in. Um, And that's another thing that a lot of people don't do, isn't it? Working in conjunction with someone doesn't mean that you're lacking. It means that you're trying to provide a better service for that client and they're going to love you for it. If I have a patient who has a gut issue that I haven't been able to resolve within a reasonable amount of time, I'm not going to keep treating them. I'm going to send them to the gastroenterologist because the gastroenterologist has the knowledge that I have plus this (laughs) and we'll get an actual solution for the problem rather than me just sort of saying all right let's cut this out next let's put this back in and driving the client crazy so knowing your limitations is really beneficial for the client if you're willing Mm -hmm. to ask for help where it's necessary but we were talking before about the one reason that these uh, questionnaires can also be a negative and this is dependent on the coach right So we were talking about the fact that sometimes coaches will use these screening processes to make sure that they get easy clients or to make sure that they get clients that will have good before and after pictures, Mm. (laughs) which allows them to perpetuate their business, which I kind of think is a little bit like, all right, well, you're good enough or you're not good enough just based on how you look or just based on Mm. one sort of little metric. And I don't love that side of the screening process, but it is a very specific thing to coaches, isn't it? Yeah, I think like obviously education comes into it. Like if you've just started out in the industry, like 100%, stick to your scope, stick to what you know. Obviously the easy, easy clients, easy issues are going to be your your go-to. But, you know, if you've been in the industry a little bit longer and you do have the expertise to actually help people who are a little bit harder than maybe your other people, like I don't see why you wouldn't. Um, I, I, I mean, obviously before and after photos, are great you know they're they're good for showing people like look what you could do like and obviously the person has made fantastic progress the person feels amazing like blah 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 but uh you know helping somebody non non aesthetic based like whether they're being uncomfortable or if they have any issues at all yeah uh, that you can't actually take a fucking photo of like that's still amazing and just because you can't take a photo of it like I feel like that's still a valuable client Absolutely. Or even if it is aesthetic, but it's not dramatic, what if someone comes to see you that's 20% body fat that wants to be 16? That's still a huge achievement for that person. It's great, but it's not going to look like a world of difference between a before and after picture. But that person's achievement is just just as valid as the 20 kilo fat loss that you had in the extreme before and after picture. So I think 
it's always the why behind these things, isn't it? And the vast majority of coaches are using it for the right reasons, but you'll probably know when you're filling in the questionnaire, won't you? So the questionnaire will be tailored <laughs> to get the kind of clients that that person yeah. wants. You know, you're going to ask the kind of questions that are going to help you to get the best results out of the potential client. So yeah. if the only questions on the questionnaire are how much weight do you have to lose and this, that, and the next thing, yeah. they're probably not looking for the right thing. Whereas if they're asking about your well-being, your lifestyle, your relationship with food, all of that sort of jazz, these are probably people that are out there to help you. Yeah. And I mean, like, definitely, you know, we don't want to demonise these. Before these and after. More, no. Like before and afters, we're not demonising no. anything. It's more no. so just, you know, our point of views. Um, and just more so making sure that people do know that there is always two sides to this stuff. Like mm. you don't want to look at a screening thing and go, okay, these people are out to get me or uh, take offense in the screening process. Like it is valuable for the coach to know who they're dealing with. Obviously, the more information a coach has about you, the more they can help you. Um, so there's definitely more positive than negative. But and if you are someone for the client, they're exactly yeah. the same reason, right? If the coach doesn't actually want to work with you, how are they going to get great results for you? You know, it's very, yeah. it's, it's very much a two-way system. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know if you've ever been in a relationship where you know it definitely does not work or you definitely know that the other person doesn't want to be in it. You like, you know, you know when a relationship just isn't working, uh, whether it's professional or personal, um, like, you know, when somebody doesn't want to fucking talk to you. And as somebody who's not only trying to make some kind of progress or paying someone, it's not a nice feeling. No, um, not at all. Not at all. Yeah, you want to feel supported. Isn't that mm. kind of the point of a coach? yeah I think direction and support yeah exactly exactly I think it's good you know I think the questionnaires are good obviously you know you for, from an education perspective from clients uh sorry coaches knowing who to take and who not to take uh, yeah. hopefully they are referring on hopefully yeah. they're not just letting those questionnaires just sit there yeah. um you know pointing them towards the direction of other coaches who they know in the industry like you know we can all help help each other out yeah um, and I think as you know as a client just making sure that when you do you know if you are reading the questionnaire and you do notice the questions are a little bit askew and maybe not something that resonates with your goal then I mean don't ignore it either yeah it's an opportunity for you to make a decision then as well you know it's not ever one-sided but I, I do think it's an interesting phenomenon. It's very recent. This never used to happen in um, <laughs> the fitness industry. So I think it's got a lot of benefits, maybe a couple of negatives, and we just wanted everyone to be aware of what to look out for when they are mm -hmm. going through these screening processes. And also maybe for coaches to have a think about how it might come across to the person that's reading it or going through that mm -hmm. screening process. Yeah, and definitely what you're getting out of it as well as a coach. Like, are you are you asking the right questions? Um, like, I guess it can kind of seem like something that's not really important. Yeah, that's um, it. But it does have, obviously, it has some kind of impact. Um, somebody's taken the time to do it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. All right. Well, I think that's a that's a good place to stop today's episode. So thank you guys for joining us, and we will see you next week. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for watching, guys. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share.